Oh, I got a call from the head of security at Hopkins. Oh, we need you to come in and help us figure something out. Something spooky's happening. Seem like you're kind of thing. Well, I said, oh, all right, sure. Um, I'm free this morning. I've got a thing at one, but I want you to come on over and, um, yeah, it's not an urgent thing, so you, we can get you to whatever you need to get at one. You can even, even give you a ride on a golf cart if it's nearby. I said, oh, that'd be great. Thanks. Yeah, I'll be, uh, I can be over there. You give me about 10 minutes. Okay. So Ollie put his coffee in a to-go cup. He gets down the put it. And um, walked over to the Hopkins security office, which is kind of on the south side of campus. Said, so what's what's going on, Chief? I said, well, well, here's the thing. We're getting reports of a mummy on campus. I said, a mummy? said, yeah, yeah, it's freaking people out. The, the, the reports are, are inconsistent. Um, and also, it, like it, it just seems to just disappear. But people aren't seeing it square on. There's no one, it's not like, there's not an encounter. I mean, no one's like fighting the mummy. Um, they just say they see it, and then they go to look, after, look at it, and, it and, and it's gone. Or they see it, and they run away because it's scary. Um, so we're kind of stumped, and we'd like you to help track down this mummy and figure out what's going on and probably make it go away. I said, all right. And, okay, well, what can you tell me about the sightings? Well, we got a couple of them, and we wrote these down for you. I'll give you, we typed it up, I mean, um, so you can take those, those with you, the transcripts. But... What I mean by inconsistent is that one of the people said that the monkeys, or not that, the mummy, not the monkey. The monkey would be a different problem. The mummy was tall and skinny. You can stop that right now, please. Tall and skinny. Shh, be quiet. Stop. And, um, but then the next person said that the mummy was looked like the average height but was kind of thick not not fat not muscular but just sort of a little bit thick i mean i, I, I don't know how you could tell if a mummy was muscular but but not skinny i guess is the point um i've had a mix of those and then some people didn't really notice the skinny or the fat or whatever so some people didn't really say one way or the other um also, one person, sorry, two people have said that the, the wrappings on the mummy were kind of kind of loose and, and falling off in places. And uh, but people don't, the people that have mentioned it don't always say that. And one person, in fact, said that it was the most uh, tidy-looking mummy he'd ever seen. I said, "Huh, interesting, interesting." And and where on campus are they seeing it? There is some pattern there. Um, they seem to be mostly around the Madden Center. And a little bit over to our, our building, actually. A little bit more over here west of the Madden Center. But not really up in the north part of the campus or anything like that. Uh, all kind of around the south side. Um, yeah. I said, okay. So, all right. Is there anything else? Are there any other clues? You like found pieces of wrapping or anything like that? I said, no, I was hoping we would. I was hoping we would, but but no. 
No, uh, really, no other clues. We don't. Have, we don't have any clues. We just have these, these stories. But people seem honestly freaked out, and they don't seem. It's not like a prank. I don't think. Um, where you know people are just trying to get a rise out of the security. We've had that before, but I don't think that's what's going on here because these people, you know, they were. You know, some of them were some of the Chinese students. Uh, others were some folks, you know, from around Baltimore. There, there was no. It wasn't all from one group or anything. When we've had pranks before, all the people reporting the mysterious thing had been, you know, all members of one fraternity or something like that. I said, okay, I see, I see. All right, well, let me do some, let me do some digging around, and I'll come back to you if you have any questions. Okay, great. Ollie's first spot to look was actually not on campus, exactly. Stop now, seriously. Because he had seen a flyer for an exhibit at the BMA. An exhibit about mummies. Now there are some mummies in Baltimore. Mm. All the time. Because at the Walters Art Museum, there are a couple of mummies there. Yes. I didn't see any. I'll stop. We'll go sometime. It's pretty neat. So, those were all his first two leads. Shh, Elsa. Elsa, time to stop now. Art museum. Yes, we can go another time. We'll see it all the way to mummies. We need to stop talking now. Uh, okay. Um, so, we called down to the Walters. I had a friend there, oh, one of the conservators. Said, hey Sheila, listen, um, this is gonna sound crazy. Ollie, it just about always does with you. And usually it's interesting. So go right ahead. Said, okay, okay. Um, are you at work today? Said, yep. Yep, yep, I'm up I'm up at Antiquities, just doing some cleaning of the exhibits, basically. Said, great, perfect. Can you go and confirm that all of your mummies are there? Uh, okay, sure, it's, yeah, give me a second, it's, uh, not in the exhibit right now, but I, I can go over there, I'm on the right floor already. So what's going on, Ali? So, well, we're getting mummy sightings on the Hopkins campus. So, mummy sightings, really? You think they might be real? I said, well, I don't, you don't usually start with the assumption that something's supernatural, but it seems like... I know that you guys have a couple of mummies, and I know that there's something mummy-related happening at the BMA, and it seemed like I could eliminate those two possibilities quickly if all the mummies in town are present and accounted for. So, yeah, no, that makes sense. That that makes sense. Uh, okay, here we go. Let's see. I'm into the Egypt section, and... Yeah, okay, this one... Yep, yep, that's fine. And... Yeah, okay, so the, the mummies out on display are all here and looking normal. And let me go down into the sub-basement. There's another mummy down there that we don't exhibit, or not exhibiting right now anyway, and I'll go make sure. Uh, the phone might cut out because I'm going to go in the elevator, but I'll call you back if it does. About a minute later, the phone cut out. They were talking about restaurants at that point. So I got a call back a few minutes later. 
Oh yeah, okay. So this is Sheila, and um, yeah, all of the Walters mummies are are right where they should be, and no signs of them having moved. So you have to let me know how this turns out. You got my curiosity peak now. Oh, I said I will do. Will do. Thank you for your help. So then he walked over. He was already practically right there by the BMA. He walked in there. Now I only didn't have any connections at the BMA. No, didn't know anybody that was like a security guard or a conservator or anything. It occurred to him that he should probably try and develop such a connection, but didn't have one in this case. But they're, you know, they're, they're very helpful. So he went to one of the docents, and he said, hey, um, I was created by this mummy exhibit, and I wanted to, I want to see all the mummies that you have, either if they're part of this exhibit or if they're in the regular collection. I said, oh, um, yeah, so, sure, yeah, I mean, the it's part of the special exhibit, so there is a there is a fee, um, but it's only five bucks. I said, "Oh, sure, yeah, no problem." And are these the only mummies here at the BMA? I said, "Yeah, we don't have." Hold on a second, Martin. Do we have any mummies? No, we don't have any mummies in the regular collection, even in the storage, right? And Martin shook his head. Said, "Yeah, no, okay. So we don't have. Yeah, we don't really deal much with that kind of antiquity." We're really more strictly, you know, intentional art. Um, so, yeah, we have the mummy thing here in the exhibit, but there's no mummies in the permanent collection. I said, okay, great. And is there, is there like a docent that knows that's like for this exhibit? So, well, not a docent exactly, um, but yeah, it's an exhibit that's on loan to us from the NYU and, and one of the professors is doing a residency down here with the exhibit. So he's probably upstairs. Nice guy. I said, all right, thank you. Uh, oh, my name's Ollie, by the way. I said, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm Steve. Good to meet you. You, you uh, Are you a, a member of the museum here? I said, yeah. Yeah, I was, I was going to, yeah some sort of loan to membership. I don't remember exactly, but uh, yeah. Said, well, maybe I'll see you around some. I said, all right. So I went upstairs to the exhibit. And he was looking around. It was cool. It was cool. It was, cool. It was about uh, mummies other than from Egypt, other people groups that have done mummification as part of their burial rituals. Um, there were some like where? Well, Mayans. Mayans did some. Uh, and there are some also in in China. Uh, different people groups have done things like that. Um, there's a bunch of different burial traditions. So I asked around. I was like, I'm looking for the the NYU professor. That's Here's part of the exhibit. He asked a couple people, and then he asked this one lady. He said, well, it's an odd phrasing. I'm here, and I'm from NYU. I don't know if I'd consider myself part of the exhibit. I am on the old side, but I'm not a mummy yet. Oh, we laughed. I was like, oh, okay, that's, that is a, that's fair. Um, but you're the professor. This is my exhibit, yes. Uh, my name is Dr. Dr. Neal. Dr. Jenny Neal. I said, oh, great, Dr. Neal, good to, good to meet you. So this is going to sound crazy. I said, okay. But are all of your mummies present and accounted for? And all of them, uh, like, has there been a theft? I said, well, basically, yes. I want to confirm that you've got a full roster. All of your mummies that are here are not missing and have been wondering 
are not alive and sleeping out the Sweetheart, you really Hopkins need, kids. You really need to stop talking, honey. It's a bedtime story. Okay. Okay. We can do more stories for you. We can be more interactive. But a bedtime story is supposed to be slowly drifting off to sleep. So, well, I feel like I should know more about the context of your question. I said, fair, that's fair, that's fair. Well, I'm a private eye and I'm investigating some mummy sightings around the Hopkins campus just north of here. Oh, mummy sightings. I said, yeah. People have been saying that they've seen... Alive. Elsa, you seriously need to stop talking. That they've seen mummies, or a mummy, it's a little hard to tell, walking around the campus, kind of on the south end of campus near the museum. I said, well, that's of course ludicrous. It's not the movies. Mummies don't get up and walk. So that, that's, yes, generally, but, you know, some strange things have happened. I've been part of some really unusual adventures, magical portals and giant gummy bears and all kinds of strange things. Okay, um, yeah, well, okay, so I, there's, there's seven, there's seven mummies here, so let's, I'll give you a quick tour. This is such a bizarre thing. I'm sure the mummies haven't been walking around, but let's go take a look. And so they walked through the exhibit, and it was very interesting, and all I thought this was an awfully clever way for him to get a private tour um, by, the, by, the, by the professor running the exhibit. But indeed, all of them were there, and in fact, ah, these things are, I need to do a little dusting. The cases, they're dusty. I thought that, okay, that's all right. I will make sure that cases get cleaned so they don't have dust all over them. I kind of thought that that was something the museum was going to do automatically, but anyway, you don't need to worry about that. Uh, I will get the cases cleaned. So the cases are dusty, so they definitely couldn't have been opened and then moved around. I said, no, no, definitely not. I said, all right, but you'll, you'll let me know. What happens to this mummy thing? I said, yeah, I sure have. Have you heard anything else about mummies in the area? I said, well, I don't know. Um, I mean, this is just a hunch. I said, yeah, I like hunches. Hunches are good. I said, well, if I was looking for something like a mummy, I wouldn't necessarily check the museum first. I would check, see what the drama kids are doing. All his eyes went wide. Oh. Yeah, I'll go there next. So all I left, and he went straight to the Matten Center. Because the Matten Center has several things. There's some administrative offices. Uh, they have a video game lab, which is kind of cool. And there's, a, there's like a printing center where you can get stuff printed. Uh, but that's also where the theater department is located. Most of it. And Ollie went straight to the theater department straight to there was a department secretary I said hi ma'am my name is Ollie the Octopus I said, oh I know who you are Ollie I said, oh my gosh Cheryl I didn't know you worked here I said, yeah 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 yep she lived in the same building as him I said yep this is my job yep 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 it's a good place fun people lots of weird stuff going on all the time which I enjoy 
I said, yeah, and I'm here about that, actually. See, we've had some, some strange sightings around the campus. Said, oh, what kind of strange sightings? Mummies. And she just started laughing. Oh, mummy sightings. Seriously? Yeah? What, why? I think I need to give you a couple of names and you can just go figure that out for yourself. You're almost to the end of your mystery and I don't want to ruin the surprise for you. Here's the telephone number. This guy's name is James. And here's another telephone number and this guy's name is Walter. And I believe, yes, they are probably down in the quote-unquote lab right now. The lab? What is, it, what is that? It, it's actually just the uh, one of the workspaces where people can work on costumes and sets and things like that. Uh, down the hall and down the stairs and to the right. It's, it's basically the basement. Okay, thanks. He followed her around. Followed the instructions down the hall and to the right and down the stairs. Knocked on the door. Nobody answered. So he tried the door. It, it opened. He pushed it in, pushed the door open, and it was dark inside. Just a few lights streaming in from the windows at the top of the, you know, at the top of the wall. It was kind of like a mostly submerged basement room. And I said, hello? Is anyone there? Hello? Um, looking for Walter or James? Um, I can come back if it's not a good time. No, I'm just kidding. Hi, Walter, what's up? And the lights flipped on in there, in front of Ollie. It's a very tall, skinny guy. And a regular-sized, kind of slightly chubby guy. And the chubby guy was half wrapped up in gauze and half made up as a mummy. I said, what? Uh, oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> so, I'm guessing one of you is James and one of you is Walter. The tall guy said, yeah, I'm James. And I'm Walter, said the other guy. And you're learning how to make mummy costumes? Kind of, kind of, yeah. We're doing it. So, I don't know if you've heard of it, there's a really cool mummy exhibit at the BMA right now. It's going to be here for like a month and a half. So, we, we, I wish we'd heard about it earlier, but, but James and I have been, we've been working on a, a play that's actually about uh, mummies, mummies coming alive. Um, it's kind of a silly play, but it's kind of a horror, it's kind of like a campy horror play, and we got permission to go ahead and stage it. Um, so we got to work double time, so we've been working on the costumes, uh, and we've got it pretty much figured out. The first costume was, it wasn't quite right, it, it, would, it looked too put together. It didn't look like a mummy that had been sitting in a tomb for thousands of years. It looked like a just freshly made mummy, and that didn't make any sense. Uh, and so, yeah, no, it's really exciting. We're having a lot of fun with it. It's going to be good. Um, I think we're actually going to go, we're on stage Tuesday now, we're on stage on Saturday. So we're very busy, but it's, it's a good script. Uh, it's a very minimal set. Mostly because we didn't have time to build a set. We actually had to rewrite the script to not require so many set pieces. But we wanted to get the costumes really right. You know, if you're going to do a mummy story, anytime you're going to do a creature feature, 
You gotta sell the costume. I said, yep. Yeah. Well, I can tell you this. It's gonna be good news for you, but your costumes are pretty convincing. I said, what do you mean? You haven't, you've seen it, it's only like halfway. I, said, I haven't seen you in your full costumes, but other students have. I'm a private eye. I said, oh? The security department hired me to come investigate sightings of a mummy. You guys have been testing your walking around in 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 the mummy costumes. In, yep, yeah, yes. People saw us. People saw you. People thought we were real. People were freaked out enough that they called security. Oh, I'm so embarrassed. But this is good. This is good. We can use this. We can use this. We can use this to market our show. We're going to get so many ticket sales. It's going to be great. I said, okay, okay. That's great. I, I want to see this show. It's a little, but uh, maybe, maybe no more nighttime mummy wanderings so we don't freak anybody out. Said, okay, okay, sorry. Yeah, we don't want to scare anybody. Well, not unless they pay to come and see the show. I said, all right, all right, all right. How much are tickets? Oh, just five bucks. All right, give me three. What time is the show? And that was the case of Ollie and the Hopkins Mummy.